0: Welcome to the College Football Rundown. How about that entrance? We got the Real Jay-Z joining us. How did you like that new intro song, Mr. Real Jay-Z?
1: Oh, great. Great to have that uh, that entrance there. I like that.
0: Oh, that's just for SPI, baby. When Woj and <laughs> I are talking, you don't get that electric guitar. No, no, no. That's just for SPI. And we're happy you could join us today, Mr. Real Jay-Z. If you wouldn't mind, this is your first time. You've been on our show before, and we appreciate your Pac-12 insight in college football we know you are the cream of the crop when it comes to the Pac-12 but this is your first time joining us from SBI if you could maybe tell us a little about about yourself outside of the Pac-12 where are you looking every week what are you doing over
1: there at SBI well first glad glad to be back and enjoying the rundown this season I uh, wish my daily fantasy was doing a little better there but I, I suppose <laughs> that's my own fault there um but no excited that the uh NHL's back going getting in full swing been uh been diving into that lately
0: nhl you know i love the nhl right you, you and i we're talking we're chumming it up nhl man that is on my radar college basketball college football and the nhl so i love that you said that but i hate to say this i know i want to bring it up i don't know if you're going to say it you're a bit of a soccer fan aren't you
1: i mean i'm definitely looking forward to the world cup uh good win by uh hot spurs the other day nice uh stoppage your <laughs> uh, extra time win yeah yeah good things good things in the in soccer going on
0: good things in soccer big soccer hey we can't all be perfect so hey we'll give you that one but i did see that about the hot spurs i'm happy for you I, the, the fans don't know this the rundown does not know this the rundown nation but the hot spurs are the real jay-z's team but what do you got talking about today i know we've been doing these mini episodes with us And you, you guys over there at SB Intel, you guys have been bringing us some great content. I'm interested to see where we're going today.
1: Oh, kind of first thing I wanted to hit on was uh, the NHL, as we just alluded to, kind of the data-driven models that we're looking at. NHL is a great one, like like all sports, it's the numbers thing. You got to look at the numbers and see see how things shake out. Um, It is early in the season, so depending on kind of what you're looking at, you can't base everything off of current year's numbers. Got to look at historicals. Um, But if you are basing it off this year, um, small sample size so far, about 10 games in for most teams. Um, But we're doing what we can with that. Um, The one big thing we've been looking at lately is uh, goals per game, kind of looking at totals. Um, Goals per game is one thing that we can use to help predict totals. Um, Looking at individual teams, um, taking their stats, combining them, um, getting their average, kind of projecting what we think a total is going to be. Um, this is just one, one initial way to look at, um, look at lines and try and get your totals number. Um, obviously that's other factors, goalies, uh, injuries, um, even within that, looking at goals for goals against and each team in that matchup, um, kind of talk a little bit more about that later. So I think we'll look at the uh, Bruins, which are an interesting, uh, example on that.
0: It's excellent. And I, I've been known to drop a better two on the NHL, not going to lie. Yeah. You, uh, you're looking at these goals per game metrics. I understand that. Is that correct, sir?
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Kind of goals for goals against for each team, then kind of matching those teams up and seeing, seeing what we can guess is going to be an outcome. And then kind of looking at seeing where the books set the lines and and seeing where we think we might have an edge.
0: So here's the question then you're, you're obviously very familiar with the totals and what you would expect those to come out over there in college football. uh, I got a little bit of, Knowledge in that space let me tell you they're they're putting the totals for the games you know you get a total around 60 70 somewhere in that range maybe in the 50s or if it's Iowa you know <laughs> maybe down to the 30s who knows with that <laughs> Iowa football team or a good defense for that matter but in hockey what number are we looking at on an average total goals
1: six and a half's been big six is kind of right in there it's it's rare to see that seven five and a half really six six and a half but that's one again making sure to shop around look at um what we've got out there for the game boards it's a great great usage looking at different lines there different books because they can vary quite a bit um between them on what their you know key line is whether it's six six and a half also the juice is a bit bit different than college you're not always looking at those minus 110s minus 115s you know minus 130 is not uncommon plus 115 you're kind of you're kind of all over the map so you really kind of have to do a little more homework and again shopping around to make sure you get those uh those best lines you can
0: so now if you're making a bet and you're seeing the top scoring team in the NHL is playing the bottom scoring team, how, what is that? You think the top scoring game team is the one to go after you go high because it's a top scoring team or you think kind of with college football, the mentality that the better team is going to control the game. So you go that way with it.
1: Well, it's it's, it's a good one to bring up. Interesting enough, two of the top teams uh, at this point are the Boston Bruins and the Vegas Golden Knights, which Boston sitting right at the top of, Uh, goals per game uh, right at seven, I think now. And then you've got the Golden Knights at, uh, I think, 4.9, right around five is where they're sitting. So the best and worst team have a huge variance. Um, So that's one actually was probably going to hit on a little bit more when we talked about the Bruins game. But uh, kind of a segue into that, looking, uh, Boston's um, four per game, uh, (laughs) goals four per game are uh, right at 4.4 currently, um, goals against 2.6. So, that's one you want to sometimes look at the opponent and seeing what they're scoring. So, Boston's not giving up much. Is it a team that's scoring a lot or are they not scoring a lot? So, kind of, it, there is more to it than just thinking the, the best team is going to dominate. It, it's kind of looking at that and then also looking at the matchup itself for goalies. Um, so, there is a little, I think, more to it than college you can kind of look at just kind of the numbers or, again, okay, we're, we're pretty confident this team's going to win. They're going to blow them out. So, it's betting on what they're going to score versus the other team.
0: Well, you're talking about that Bruins Maple Leafs game. Obviously, we don't have a line on that one as we're recording this. It, as far as ahead of time, are you saying in your head, "Oh, I think the total should be this," therefore, if it is not, I'm going to bet the other side, or are you kind of saying, "You know what? I'm going to wait and see what the line says, then I'm going to look at it." What's your workflow for doing that?
1: Um, you know, looking uh, looking ahead, um, kind of putting in kind of the model we have built out currently um can kind of have a projection for that game as far out as we want again the, as it, i mentioned early in the season um numbers can shift huge That's, i mean boston i'm going to going to keep hitting on them because they, they're a good example um but no they were under two goals against per game and then they gave up five the other day to uh, the penguins in a 6-5 high scoring matchup all of a sudden they're up to 2.6 again not a huge jump but early in the season you can have a half point jump in a, in a matter of a game so you do have to keep an eye and keep kind of updating where those projections are early in the season. But again, at this point you can look at the game and say what it's going to be. Um, again, interestingly enough uh, for record this, they're playing uh, the Rangers on Thursday night. And again, kind of similar number for Rangers and Maple Leafs who will be playing Saturday. And that line came out at six, which is interesting. Um, kind of have the Leafs at Boston sitting at six and a half right now. So that'll be an interesting to see when where the line drops. Does it, does the consensus come out at six or six and a half? Um, and then again, kind of looking at those other factors of uh, goals for, go, goals against.
0: And you mentioned that minus 130, you know, plus 110 or 115, whatever you're getting on the other side of that line like that. I mean, it's a lot different than college football. So that's where sites like sportsbendingintel.com, I think, in my opinion, Coming fabulously because you can get the right side of that line and it's such you know a half a goal right we're talking a half a goal and it's, <laughs> it's such a huge difference in hockey I love it I did catch that Penguins well I caught the synopsis of the Penguins game I believe that one went into overtime and Boston did cover it they only have one loss as we're talking they haven't played in the Rangers which our fans will know what happens at that game by the time this airs but they have that one loss and it was to the Senators and that was a high scoring game win the Bruins lost to the centers. They're really looking good. So I'm excited for that Bruins Maple Leafs game. You got to give us a little something. What, what are we doing here? What, what are we looking for in that game?
1: Yeah, I think it's coming and looking at where that line comes out. So again, as of now, projecting six and a half, kind of both teams based on what they've been doing. But that's an interesting one. Again, um, Boston, four and a half goals a game is what they're scoring. Um, the Leafs are giving up three on average. Um, but again, the Leafs are only scoring two and a half um, per game. So are they going to be able to put up Good numbers against Boston's D goalie that's only giving up two and a half. It's, it's an interesting one to look at because, again, it, it says it dictates that Boston should win. It looks like a 4-2 game. I mean, just on paper. Um, so, yeah, it'll be an interesting one to see where the line comes out, if it's at six or six and a half, um, kind of which angle to go.
0: It'll also be interesting, too, because for the rundown nation that doesn't know this, Hockey is more of a NHL specifically, most hockey for that matter, more of a, a baseball sport where you have a, a puck line similar to, you know, a run line in baseball rather than a spread where we have, you know, it's a different number depending what team's playing what team. Generally, in the NHL, I'm guessing you're getting to that puck line at one and a half, no?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the better better way to look at it. Get your half points and kind of go from there. Um, that's where, again, on, on SBI, when you look at the um, game breakdown, it's great because you can look at, your totals line shift it kind of like you were uh, you and store were looking at last week and be able to shift and take a look at you know what that half line movement does to those numbers and if that fits for your fits what you've got. Um, kind of one other thing too, um, kind of want to touch on looking at the models again. Looking ahead to uh, Saturday, which again, like I said, the lines aren't out. But two that I'm real curious to see is where uh, the Seattle um, Kraken and Pittsburgh Penguins come out. That's our highest projected uh, total at this point, just over seven. So see where that comes out. Um, and then on the complete opposite end, you've got the Knights who, again, top team with the Bruins in the league at this point are playing the Canadians. And that line's at five and a half um, or projected. That's what we're projecting at this point for total points. So to the extremes, and it, it isn't so much kind of like college. Okay, I've got a team I really follow and kind of want to lock in there. I feel good about that. You can look at these numbers and see a projection. If the line doesn't come out right, you just kind of have to move on. You, you just can't always Pick your bets ahead of time. You kind of have to do what the line dictates and sometimes just set them out if it doesn't, doesn't fit right.
0: Well, I, re- I saw in the we have the sports betting intel. I love being in you guys' Discord over there. And the other night you messaged about the Caps-Vegas game. I know you just mentioned the Knights now, and you were saying how the under looked pretty enticing. You hit pretty well on that one last night, did you not?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I was, came in at six and a half, projected five and a half. I ended up being a five-goal game. Easy win.
0: Yeah. And we all know you have a little bit of insider knowledge on those capitals. That is your hockey team. Fortunately they lost the other night to the Carolina hockey team. That is much better, probably the best in the nation, but we need to move on. You know what? I can't have you talking about hockey all night. We're the college football rundown and I'm not going to let you move to soccer. So we're going right into college football. <laughs> you tell me what game you want to talk about. We're going to go over one of those. How about that?
1: Yeah, that, that, that works. You can move on. I mean, uh, the one, I mean, everyone's talking about this week, uh, Tennessee, Georgia. Um, I mean, that's the big one, right?
0: That's a huge one. That's a huge one. So Mr. Real Jay-Z, this is not a PAC 12 game, but I know <laughs> you catch a college football game every now and again, outside of the PAC 12. What is there to look at at this one?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting looking at, you know, defense here. I mean, obviously we know George D number two in the country, giving up what, about 10 points a game. Um, Tennessee's not too bad ranked at 26, giving up I think 20 a game. So a little bit, quite a bit higher there, but, um, but it'll be interesting to see which what shows up here. I mean, Tennessee has the number 1 rated offense at 41 or 49 points a game, excuse me. Um Georgia at 6 with 41. So, for as solid as their defenses are, they're also putting up a lot of points. So, I think it's going to be great to see kind of how that clash plays out.
0: Oh, it's going to be great to see for sure. And I know you listen to the rundown and I appreciate you listening to the rundown. With all that content out there, you can listen to a number of podcasts. I'm glad you choose us. Mr. Real Jay Z, I'm sure you know that this is a heads up game between me and Woj. By now, I have Georgia; he has Tennessee. So you coming here, is <laughs> adding fuel to the fire. I love it. I love it. I'm clear about my position. You kind of dance around the subject. I want to get you nailed down on this one. What is your team? I, I get it. It's it's two good teams, but you, you got to pick one, right?
1: <sighs> I mean. It's hard not to take Georgia's D. I mean, there you go. Uh, as much as you highlight the offenses, Georgia's D's just, they're good. Uh, that's all there is to it. I, I think it'll be, it will be interesting though, because Georgia clearly hasn't played as strong with schedule. I mean, as far as opponents, Oregon obviously was a rough, rough game one for them, but Georgia, you know, looked good, even though Oregon is a completely different team at this point. Um, <laughs> But yeah, be, I, I'm excited to watch George's D against Tennessee's offense and, and see how that how that comes out. See if uh, Hyatt keeps dominating uh, all fantasy leagues at wide receiver.
0: Well, I, I hate to do this. I, I should have asked you before we started if this is OK, but I'm going to out you as an Oregon Ducks fan. Is that OK? Is it OK for the rundown nation to know that you are a Ducks fan?
1: <sighs> did I did I slip up a little there?
0: No, I'm just I'm saying I don't know if you caught it there in the playoff committee ranked them number eight, which I think is a fair ranking for them at this far in the season. Anyways, they haven't won out yet. So I'd like to get your opinions on that, you know, just behind TCU, just above USC, which I think USC is a crap rating. They should not be in the top 10. Why the college football playoff? Put them in there. I don't know if you guys want to hear me rant about that and you hadn't listened to our main episode. Go ahead and check it out. But what do you think about that Oregon at eight in the college football playoff rankings?
1: you know it's it's fair at this point i mean i think the bigger question is going to see how rankings play out after tennessee georgia how far that losing team moves down um alabama is clearly going to stay up there you know unless uh dynamic daniels uh takes it to them this uh this weekend um tcu is interesting too they're up there they don't they don't have a lot of tough competition left either uh, Ohio State-Michigan's going to work itself out eventually. Uh, I think Oregon's just got to keep winning and, and see what happens. The other one, that, like I mentioned uh, earlier this week in the Week Ahead log Clemson-Notre Dame this weekend, interesting. I, I'll be interested to keep watching the ACC. I think if North Carolina wins out, Clemson wins out, Clemson wins in the, five, in the uh, championship, I mean, that makes a strong case for them. Um, but if one of those two teams loses prior to them, takes some steam out of that game, That bumps them back, gives Oregon Pac-12 a a light looking in, I guess.
0: Yeah, I I actually agree with you there. and I I think as a Ducks fan, you probably hate TCU right now, and you probably hate the Tigers over there at Clemson. They are your new rival, I would guess, because – Oregon does need a little bit of help. I like what you said about they're in the right place. You know, we got time left in the season. I don't disagree with Oregon at eight, so I kind of agree. I like what you said. I, I won't make you talk about college football. I know you guys over there at Sports Betting Intel, you do a lot of sports, a lot of different sports. So let's go on. We'll move to another one. Not soccer. You throw soccer on this. You're getting the big X real quick, but
1: what other sports should we move to? Well, I think we got to take a look at the uh, NFL this weekend, right? Hey, that's
0: not... My area of expertise when it comes to the NFL, you know, I bet on it, but I'm a numbers guy in the NFL. I'm not an analyst. We had Mr. Story. I'm sure you listened to the podcast last week. He's always talking about the NFL. I love reading about your week ahead blogs, blog posts on the website at sportsbettingintel.com. You go into a lot of NFL games and that's where I kind of pique my interest and start to look at the numbers. So I want to say, are we going to go to the chiefs? Please tell me we're going to the chiefs.
1: Chiefs Titans. Oh yeah. Yes. All right. There we go. You Sunday have the football. mic, sir. Sunday night football, two, two good teams, five and two each. Um, big storyline here is Will Tannehill get back to playing after uh, Malik Willis this last week? Um, interestingly, uh, news Tannehill and Henry both limited practice this week just could be kind of the standard NFL. Limited doesn't necessarily mean a lot for Henry. Um, Tannehill, we'll see after he sat out last week um, whether they bring him back against the Chiefs, who are a 12 and a half point favorite so that tells me they've got to be thinking he is not playing um but yeah that, that'll be the thing to keep an eye on um that as well i know story's planning on having a blog come out about the nfl preview kind of look back on what happened what's coming ahead so hopefully he hits on this game and gives us uh, his take on it I, I i've got a feeling which way you're uh, leaning in that game uh is that correct
0: how would you know? Go ahead, take your best guess.
1: What do you? Think? I mean, probably, probably a slight, slight lean to the Chiefs is my guess.
0: <laughs> hammer the Chiefs, hammer the Chiefs. They're not giving thirty. You're taking the Chiefs in this football game, and again, you don't want to listen to my opinion on the NFL. I just, I love the Chiefs. I love what they're doing. I don't. You said Tannehill. I know Texas A and M. He was a quarterback over there, so he must be a quarterback still.
1: He, he is still a quarterback. Yes, that's that's very, uh very good.
0: All right. And I know that Patrick Mahomes, my homie, Patrick Mahomes, he's the quarterback. on the Chiefs. So I'm guessing Tannehill is the quarterback for the Titans. <laughs> Am I correct? <laughs> is my <laughs> logic you're correct really, in that?
1: You're really putting pieces together. <laughs> Let me tell you
0: anything by you. <laughs> I, I'm a quick study, buddy. You're not getting anything through this steel trip. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I said that. Correct. But hey, so what do we do? We hit on the NHL. We hit in college football. We hit on the NFL. You guys still have more sports over there that you're doing. College basketball is coming up. We were talking about that last week. I'm a big college basketball guy. Are you excited for that over there at SBI?
1: Oh, absolutely. We're looking forward to that. Um, like we talked about earlier, getting the NHL models going, getting NBA too. Hit on that. We've, we've got some uh, experts coming up, but we'll get some models coming out for that kind of uh, at this point, kind of looking to put things out in post, similar to how we were back on, uh, Dinger Tuesday, best best day of the week. So we'll look at getting some NBA and maybe some NHL out there to uh, get some breakouts similar to that as uh, that was popular and well-received. well, well received.
0: I love it. And this content, you said that you're going to be putting out this, you know, NHL data-driven models. I'm guessing you're, like, going to be giving us some statistics or some, you know, uh, analyst, analysts on the game. Where are they going to find that? Is it going to be within the site somewhere? Is it going to be on your social medias? How are they going to be able to find that if they wanted to?
1: Social will be the big one. So look in Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Twitter's kind of the, the main one to follow. Um, but yeah, you, you can find it anywhere. That'll be, uh, that'll be coming up, uh, regular postings. We'll also be sending out kind of regular newsletters, um, sending out two to three times a week, so you can get your information there. Um, but yeah, we'll, we're, we're kind of everywhere you're looking for us. We're, uh, we'll be putting that out uh, coming up soon.
0: I love it. I love it. Thanks so much for joining us today, Real Jay-Z. I want to personally thank you for taking my side in the college football rundown. First ever, heads up, college football rundown pick between me and Woj in the Georgia-Tennessee. I want, for the record, to show the Real Jay-Z backs wall, not Woj. And I want to thank you for coming on again, Mr. Real Jay-Z. I hope we have you on soon. Maybe we can get you and Story on an episode. How's that sound?
1: Oh absolutely great, great to be here. great to be back. Um, yeah, keep, keep an eye for good things coming from uh, SBI and yeah, let's get that uh, get that episode with uh, story going.
0: Hey, before we sign off, you, you got to sign off on your line because I read all your blog posts. Go ahead and give it to us. Give us your sign off line. I love it.
1: Well, over at SBI we always say, remember you don't have to bet, but when you do, bet with Intel.
0: Oh yeah.